Welcome, everyone, to episode 15 of the Daddy Sharp Podcast. I'm Luke. And I'm John. We're just a couple of dads who like to make the sharpest bets we can. And we are coming off a great Super Wild Card weekend, Luke. Four for four on our best bets, and we got to watch them together. And if we include the bets we are leaning towards, we went six and three with one push. Yeah, not bad at all. Flew down to Denver to see John this weekend. We spent the weekend watching those games, and we may or may not owe someone a new sofa. Let's just say that. Let's just say that. That's <laughs> true. It happened during the Jags game. You might understand. Hey, <laughs> this weekend was a perfect mix of getting those early lines, and we're going to have more on that in just a moment. This week, though, we are on to our best bets, and some bets that we're leaning on in the divisional round. And then, in this week's deep dive, we're going to have the results, John, of our Daddy Sharp's rolling bets. Oh, yes. You'll remember a buddy of ours gave us $100, and we said we'd roll his winnings over week after week to the Super Bowl. We won his first bet last week, and we're going to reveal what we're rolling on this week. Will it be a spread or money line, or how about a good little prop bet? We're going to deep dive on some of those potential props as candidates cannot wait right now though hey time to recap our best bets from last week Mm. first bet best bet was jacksonville jaguars plus two and a half against the chargers this is what we mean by early lines john you paid attention you had a hot bet early in the week and got that line at two and a half i was on it i was going to the book i was i'm gonna bet it and uh it was one and a half by the time i was ready to make that bet so i waited the line thankfully moved back to two. I bought it there. In the end, we all know what happened. Chargers blow a 27 nothing lead. And oh. the Jags came from behind 31-30. It was at that moment when that ball went through the uprights that, let's just say we destroyed a sofa. <laughs> yes. In yes. celebration. <laughs> yeah, we knew it was going to happen that way the whole time. We saw it coming a mile away. Next, we made the Giants plus three a best bet against the Vikings, and the G-Men showed up to play and beat the Vikings. They didn't just cover, they beat them. And the Bengals minus six and a half against the Ravens was another best bet we nailed. Then on Monday night, our last best bet was the Cowboys minus two and a half at the Bucks. Another winner to make us perfect 4-0 on best bets. Absolutely. And now for our leans. I leaned toward teasing the Jags with the Bengals or the Bucks, And thankfully, I teased them with the Bengals. And that was a winner. That hit. And then I leaned toward the over in the Bucks cowboys game. That was 45 and a half. And I'll tell you what, I will never learn. Those hooks, man, I'll never learn. <laughs> you know, the, the total ended at 45. That was a loser. I also leaned under 41 on the Bengals-Ravens. And that turned out to be a push. So I I don't know if that makes me one and two on leans or one, one and one. I, I'll let you figure it out. But, you know, a push is a push, whatever. I'm, you know, you get your money back. There you go. Yes. Finally, I said I liked the Bills minus 10. That game was closer than it should have been. There were five turnovers in this game, including a Josh Allen fumble that the Dolphins recovered for a touchdown. There's our 10 points right there. As a game finished with the Bills winning by three. Oh, boy. I even had him tease down to three and a half, Luke. Speaking of hooks, good Mm. thing it wasn't a best bet, but we can't win them all, or can we? It's time to break in Mm. to our best bets and what we're leaning toward in the divisional round. Yeah, I think we can, buddy. I think we can. Yes. Go ahead. 
Go ahead. We'll start with some interesting divisional round statistics over the last two decades. Yeah, 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 yeah. Check this out. Check this out. I'm going to give you three statistics that I saw this week, and it aligns with our data and research that we've talked about before recording this week's pod. We've been eyeing the Jags and the Giants last week and this week. We've been talking about it. We've been debating on where do we pull the trigger and why. Luke's been burning the midnight oil. Oh, God. For the last 20 years in the divisional round, road dogs are 42, 33, and 1 against the spread. We're talking about, in this case, the Jags, Giants, the Bengals, and the Cowboys. But check this out. It gets worse. Number one seeds have covered the spread just 34% of the time after their bye week. So we're talking about the Eagles and the Chiefs this week. Uh. It gets even worse, John. The number one seeds in the divisional rounds favored by 10 points or less, like the Chiefs and Eagles, are 8-24-1 against the spread over the last 20 years, covering just 25% of the time. So... Let's go back to our chat, our chats and our charts and our data. Let's start with our best, best bet of the divisional round. John. Oh, sir. I got a hoodie on right now. I'm cutting the sleeves off. Bill Belichick said it best. We're going to Cincinnati. The Bengals are road dogs at Buffalo. The Bills favored by five and a half. The over under 48. Interesting stat here, my friend. Buffalo three and five against the spread at home. Cincinnati, 7-1 and one against the spread on the road. For much of the year, Buffalo's experienced some key injuries to what some were calling in the preseason the best roster in football. They lost Vaughn Miller, Hamlin, Micah Hyde, just to name a few on the defensive side of the ball. For me, the key to this game is Mixon. This guy needs to get some big plays on the ground. It's the biggest mismatch of the game. Cincinnati ranked 28th in rushing, and Buffalo ranked 5th in rush defense. Luke, in our models, the Buffalo defense has been getting worse the last eight weeks. It's not a better team than what they had this time last year. On the flip side, I think Cincinnati is better. Even with the injuries on the offensive line, they're an upgrade over the Super Bowl line they had last year. And let's not forget what we saw on Monday Night Football a few weeks ago. The Bengals were actually up in that game 7-3, and they were driving. It's almost like they scouted the Bills, got a glimpse at their game plan, and all they got to do is enhance it a little bit here. My best bet, Cincinnati with the points, and I think they're going to win this game, my friend. I think you're right. I'm also making the Bengals plus five a best bet. I think they're up to five and a half right now at my book, and and I'm going to buy that again and again as it goes up and up and that money starts pouring in on the Bills later this week because it's going to happen. I think there's just way too much talk about the Bengals O-line. That's what everyone's talking about. They've got a you know plug and play here. And now you've got guys who don't haven't played together and there's no continuity. Well, that was that was all season long. They had an offensive line that was mediocre all season. Last year, remember the Titans sacked Burrow seven times in the playoffs yes. and he still won that game. He's got a lot of weapons, as we just saw on the old TV last week. Uh. And the Bengals, like you said, I think they got the better running game by far. On the other side, though, we watched a third-string quarterback from Miami move the ball against the Bills' defense. Josh Allen had two interceptions, and we always – I forgot this, and I had to look it up and remind myself. He also had three fumbles, 
We only remember the one that was recovered by the Dolphins, a scoop and score ran back for that TD. So for for, for those reasons right there and everything you just said, and the data shows this is a closer game than five, I think that line is inflated. Again, your best bet and my best bet here is the Bengals plus five and up and beyond that. All right. As for the over-under, 48. Wind, maybe some snow in the forecast. I'm staying away. What are your thoughts, John? Uh, I'd lean the under, but I'm not betting the over or over under here at all. Yeah, good call. Me either. Should we just move on then to our next game on our darlings of this podcast? It seems like this year, our little darlings. What are we going to do? The Jacksonville (laughs) Jaguars at the Kansas City Chiefs. The number one seed Chiefs are coming off a bye. Favored by eight and a half. It was up to nine. It's back down today. The over-under, 53. John, the Chiefs already cannot cover, in my opinion, as a team. We've seen it time and time again. But are the Jaguars and Trevor Lawrence ready for a divisional game in Arrowhead Stadium? We get it. We get a little cheat here, Mr. Luke. We get it. We get to go back in time and actually see these two teams play early in earlier in the year, November 13th. Kansas City jumped out to a 21-point lead before halftime. Sound familiar? Then the Jags came roaring back, outscoring Kansas City after that, 17-3 to close the game. Jacksonville's 5-1 against the spread. Kansas City is 0-4 against the spread when the opponent has a winning record. 1-2-1 against the spread at Arrowhead when the spread is over a touchdown. Luke, you know this. It's my absolute favorite. It's my favorite stat of all time. Jacksonville owns the turnover battle here by plus eight. This is after the game last week where Lawrence threw four interceptions. And as bad as it is, let's not forget, this guy still won the game. Pedersen has worked with Reed as a player and a coach. If anyone knows this system, it's him. Don't get me wrong. I still think Reed's coming off the bye week. Very dangerous. Great stats when he does that. I'm not saying the Jags are going to win here. But I expect a much closer game than most people think. I got the spread at Jacksonville plus eight and a half. I'd love to buy it again at ten and a half, but I don't think we're getting anywhere near that. Nah, oh. I, I, I don't either. I don't, then I don't I know, either. I know there's a popular thing out there with teasing. And oh, here you go. Here you go. You I, had to throw I, this in there. Yes, I do. I do go like ahead. teasing. But go ahead. if it's over 49, I won't tease it because the value of those points are harder to come by when it's under 49. So this game right now, last I looked, was about 51 and a half. It's it's just too high for me to tease this game down for Kansas City. Well, you, you bring this up all the time when we talk about this uh, off the pod. What, why is there no value in there? I, I'm Just make your case. Because a point, so a point, when a total is 43, a point means a heck of a lot more than when a uh, point is 51, yeah. if that makes any sense. Totally. So we're doing six value. point. You almost need to take it up to a seven, seven and a half point tease. And, you know, it doesn't always work, uh, but it's just a little rule that I follow. It's almost like a turnover can can mean a lot more. And maybe there's more of a, of a you know, probability that that might happen in a, in a higher scoring game, too. Yeah, yeah. For, okay. for me, I'm going to put it this way, Luke. A lot of people like Cindy Crawford. Some people don't like her mole. Over 49 and a half is the Cindy Crawford mole. <laughs> How do you like them apples? <laughs> well, when you put it that way, when you put it that way, you know what? <laughs> I still like teasing the Chiefs down through the three. You like moles. 
I do. I like those. <laughs> if you can get that line, it, it was at, at, at three earlier, uh, you know, so you want that two and a half. I like teasing that game with the Eagles at seven right now. Look, I look, but that said, I also like the Jags. If you can get them closer to kickoff at 10 and a half or more, I, I'm probably going to buy them at eight and a half. I just am um, playing the odds. I, I believe in the, in the Jags. I don't think the chiefs are a, are a minus nine or a minus eight and a half team. I don't think they cover. Uh, I think they let teams back in it. But a lot of this comes down to whether we like the Jags and Trevor Lawrence. When I ask my wife, she says, oh, that guy with the long hair, all he cares about is his <laughs> hair. So don't don't bet on him. Maybe she has a point. I don't know. Maybe mm. she does. I do. I think maybe their run is over. Maybe they're too young. But they can definitely cover here, can't, can't they? Yeah. However, however, listen to this, man. I didn't know this until today. Trevor Lawrence has never lost a football game on a Saturday. We're talking high school, oh. college, and NFL. He is 37-0. and 0. Like going back to his high school days, he won two state championships, and they went undefeated for, for two years when he was a starter. Oh That's a lot goodness. of Saturday football, right? Yes, yes. So I don't know if that counts for anything. Look, my best bet is if you can get the Chiefs minus 8.5, which you can right now, Tease them down to a two and a half. Pair that with the Eagles from a seven to a one right now. And do it right now before any of these lines move. But I'm also going to watch that line on the Jags. I'm going to take the Jags. I believe they can cover as well. A little, maybe it's a little double, dip, double dipper. I don't know. But that's what I'm going with. Hey, we talked about also the over-under a bit. 53 now. I have no bet here. What do you think? I'm passing as well. I don't like it. Totals are so hard in the playoffs. Yeah, they sure are. They sure are. I, I think I'm passing on that one. I, I might lean the under, but that, I don't, who knows? Could be a shootout. Could be a shootout. Hey, we're on to the Saturday night game. The New York Giants at the Philadelphia Eagles. Here's another number one seed coming off a bye. The Eagles are favored by seven. The over-under is 48. John, start us off. How injured really is Jalen Hurts? The number reflects he's still a little banged up. Third time these two teams are going to meet. The first matchup was the worst nightmare for the Giants. Philadelphia jumps to a 21 nothing lead, and the New York Giants just aren't built for shootouts. They need to play tight games or from the lead. The second game was much closer, but like we talked about earlier in the week, the Giants rested all their starters, and me and you were talking, was the coach playing a little chess here, not wanting to show his hand? Philadelphia, 1-1 one one at home against the spread when it's over a touchdown. New York Giants are road warriors when it's a big spread like that. 3-0 and against the spread. And if you're going to bet a dog, this is the one. I love them this week. The New York Giants, 11-3 against the spread as an underdog in the last 13. Like I said, the injury to Hurts is what we'll be watching here. Wasn't quite himself when he played the Giants in the last game. My best bet here, New York Giants, anything over 7.5 but I might wait to bet until the Eagles fans buy this number up, my man. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I don't think the Eagles are playing great football. And we saw Daniel Jones play a lights-out game against the Vikings. You know, he set a record in that game. Uh, oh. He's the only quarterback in NFL history to throw for 301 yards, run for, run for 78, and score two TDs in a playoff game. Granted. Ooh. Granted, that was against the Vikings defense, which is lacking to say it nicely. But <laughs> yes, but but there's this other piece that we've been talking about all week here. What we we've been calling the Dable effect. And, uh, tell me about that coach. Oh. The, the team seems to love that guy. What kind of effect is he having on Daniel Jones, especially compared to 
not being around Josh Allen anymore. What do you think? Look at this guy. The last the last two seasons before now, Dable's helping Josh Allen. Josh Allen's leading MVP type seasons. Looks amazing. The talk of the town. Daniel Jones, nobody likes him. Dable goes to New York. Daniel Jones winning playoff games. And Josh Allen's throwing five picks in his last three games. Five picks. I think there's a huge Dayball effect here. And I think Daniel Jones is going to be able to cover the spread with this head coach, my man. Yeah, I do too. I've already said my best bet is to tease the Eagles down to a one, but I'm double dipping here. I'm going for it. I'm making the Giants plus seven and a half or plus seven and up a, a best bet. Now, you know, let me correct that. Let me correct that. Plus seven and a half and up. Yes. To make sure I'm clear there. I don't like them at seven necessarily. I'm going to yes. wait for that number, hopefully, to go up. Yeah, we talked about this. Our research says they cover. I also know we bet against the Vikings last week a little more than we bet for the Giants. So there's that. But this team, the Dable effect, that they've got momentum. They're playing like a team. They're a bunch of guys with nothing to lose, which is very scary. I really wonder if this line moves. I don't know if it will. I'm going to buy the Giants uh, anyway for the over-under, 48. Again, <laughs> staying away. I'm staying away. <laughs> yes, I'm with you on that. Staying off this one. We're we're not into the totals this week, people. Nah, nothing standing out. Scary in the playoffs. And now to the final game of the weekend. We have the Ooh. Dallas Cowboys at the San Francisco 49ers. 49ers favored by four right now the over under is 46 and a half john my gut tells me to bet the 49ers all day long at three maybe three and a half i don't think we're going to get down to a three that's why we look at the research my friend that's why we do the science my friend good sir my data and your data points toward dallas to cover four here oh boy luke what am i doing here Very interesting, very interesting game here, Luke, and I am going against the data. Our models show a huge bump for Dallas after that beatdown of the Bucs, and I think the models like the Cowboys a little too much after they played that subpar playoff opponent. San Francisco's loaded with talent, and let's not forget, the gamblers rule in the playoffs, my man. We've all seen it year after year after year, including you, Luke, firsthand, Super Bowl forty-eight. Teams that can run and play defense often advance in this tournament. The high-flying offenses usually stumble somewhere. Nobody runs it or plays better defense in the teams left than the San Francisco 49ers. Against the spread, San Francisco 6-3 and three when it's less than a touchdown, 4-0 at home. We also have built-in rest here. Dallas went easy. Well, they won easily on Monday Night Football, and they went to the East Coast. Now they have to go all the way to the West Coast and play the San Francisco 49ers. San Francisco is going to have eight days rest. It's almost a bye week, and they get two consecutive games at home, sleeping in their own beds. These guys met last year in the playoffs in Dallas. San Francisco, I'm going to have to say, has vastly improved since that game, with McCaffrey and Purdy looking much better than Jimmy G. San Francisco won it 23-17 last year. I love myself some 49ers, my man. Ah, I knew it. I knew it. So are we going against each other in this game this week? This is screaming side bet. It is screaming side bet. Look, I, I just I just feel like we're all waiting to see if Brock Purdy will 
finally have a bad day. <laughs> We've been waiting for a long time. It's so it's so negative, it, but it's right. <laughs> I know it's like going to be the deciding factor. I I don't know if it's going to happen. I don't. Again, I just don't know if I like the 49ers minus four at all. I, I don't. I like the Cowboys and the data at, at plus four. But it's going to take the Cowboys to have a lot of players make a lot of good plays and be on their A game. Uh, the plus four is also a minus 110. So I'm just saying from the book, it's not an indicator that, hey, you know, buy this up. We'll give you it's not minus, you know, 105 or 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 even. Um, they're telling you that that's what the number is and that's what it should be. Uh, teasing the four, I thought about that. That gets you to the 10, but not through the 10. Dak Prescott looked great against the Bucks, but it was the Bucks. They they were horrible. I'm gonna make my best bet. Cowboys plus four. I'm just gonna do it. We can discuss side bets. That's fine. Uh, oh. I don't. Know. I probably still owe you, but um, I love it. Uh, any 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 action on the over under forty six and a half? Again, I I'm not gonna touch this one. Well, I'm off it again. I'm with you. No bet on the over under. All right, we'll discuss side bets uh, after the podcast how about that <laughs> i like it i like it God, head to head here we go <laughs> all right my man deep dive we got we got something good here this week we got something good our deep dive time for the daddy sharps rolling bet the dsrb we've all heard the stories about someone winning a bet then letting it ride week after week well we're doing it right here on the podcast a friend of the podcast a buddy of ours who gave us a hundred dollars to bet Last week, we put that money on the Jags, plus two and a half. Watched the game with him. He wasn't happy at halftime. Very happy in the second half as they won against the Chargers. So this week, we have $190.91 to roll over onto another bet of our choice. Stake-level bet. Elways, my man. You can buy a stake right now. So you're saying right now, with 190 if we leave it right there, you can get a stake. Nice steak dinner. A very good steak dinner with the Brussels sprout sides. I want more. I want more. <laughs> yes. This is a tough week, though. It feels different laying a bet using someone else's money, of course, doesn't it? I feel a little yes. guilty. A little yes. guilty. And that's why we are not going to lose. We're going to pick another winner. But will it be the Giants, the Jags, the points, Ooh. a teaser? How about oh. a team total? We haven't thought about that. Or True. I tell you what. I tell you what, because we touched on it last week, let's talk about prop bets. Let uh-huh. me run through a speed round of popular props. And you tell me what you think. Let's start off with one I kind of really like here. Christian McCaffrey rushing yards. The over-under here, which is it going to be? It's at 65 and a half yards. Oh, kind of looked into this one. For me, the rushing props are all about the volume. And since Purdy took over a quarterback, McCaffrey's averaged 16 carries for 89 yards a game. I like it against this Dallas defense. It's ranked 18th in the league in rushing yards per attempt. They're giving up over four yards per rushing attempt. I love McCaffrey over 65 and a half rushing yards. Easy bet for me. Yeah, I do too. I like that one a lot. George Kittle receiving yards over under. It's at 49 and a half right now. Well, if you watch ESPN, they're going to tell you over. If you listen to the Daddy Sharps, I love the under on this prop. Looking into this, Dallas is the sixth best in the league in yards allowed to the tight end. And with Purdy in the lineup, Kittle hasn't exactly lit it up against opposing defenses. He had two huge games. That's what everybody thinks about. The other five games with Purdy, 
He's averaged 28 yards a game, nowhere near the 50 that you're going to need. Yeah, and I think as as the playoffs roll on, teams get a little more conservative as well. Conservative as well. I I, I think that I agree. It's going to run the ball more. Both teams probably is trying to establish that number one, but number two, you control the game, you control the outcome, right? Yes. Which kind of brings us to the next one, which is kind of interesting. Kind of flies in the face of that. Dak Prescott over under total passing yards. That line right now is two hundred and fifty and a half. Got the little oh. hook there. This one's tough. Very yeah, tough is. one here. San Francisco's actually, I looked it up, actually middle of the road when it comes to passing yards allowed on the year. You know, you hear about this this stopping defense, but they're they're right there in the middle in the pass. So you can attack them that way, but it comes at a huge risk. They lead the NFL in interceptions. I'm leaning the under 250 and a half. Uh, I don't know. Leaning that way. I think it's going to be a defensive battle this game. I really do. I, 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 and you know, let's talk about the last game though. Geno Smith. You compare Geno Smith to to Dak Prescott. Um, the numbers are really good for Geno this year, but would would you consider him on the same level? I don't know. But he tore up that San Francisco offense to to stay with him at least. DK Metcalf was unstoppable. Uh, CD Lamb's pretty good, man. I, that's a tough one. That is a tough one. I think I'm with you though. Leaning under. I think it's a defensive game all the way. Yeah, Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts, over Ooh. under on rushing yards, 50 and a half is the line. So we kind of yeah. we kind of hit on it earlier. I feel the number is about right here in two games against the Giants this year. Hurts averaged 45 rushing yards a contest. He needs a big run if he's going to break this over. Plus, I feel a risk of re-injury here. What if he hurts his shoulder again? Your, your bet's dead. So I like Hurts under 50 and a half rushing yards we're gonna see if he gets hurt the pride of the palouse <laughs> Minshew. your boy i like the under here too man i think i think hurts is is hurt more hurt than what people are know and um you know i read somewhere that the injury doesn't heal like everyone thinks in the quick manner that it does uh that guy's hurting yeah. Speaking of quarterbacks, Daniel Jones over under inter- interceptions line is 0.5 right now. So let's just say the this if you bet the over, it's plus 100. If you bet the under, it's minus 135. So the books think that he is going to throw zero interceptions. I'm I'm with the books on this one. I'm with the books. I think the coach has Jones protecting the ball. The only time he risk throws are against horrible pass defenses. Daniel Jones has three 300-yard games on the year, twice against Minnesota, once against Detroit. All the other times, they steer clear danger. They don't put it up in the air. They're not risking interceptions, and I'm going to take Jones under the interception number. Zero, my friend. Nice. Yeah. (laughs) Protect the ball. That's going to be a key against that team. You cannot have any turnovers. All right. Now on to Cincy. Joe Burrow over under interceptions the line is 0.5 what do you think over or under i think this is my favorite one actually the whole week so you hear all this stuff burrow doesn't protect the ball he has 12 interceptions on a year you go back and look at that he's got eight interceptions in three games he's got four against pittsburgh two against new england all the other games he only has four interceptions and you have a banged up secondary in buffalo i'm gonna bet the under interceptions all day long me too. I, I think he is the key. That, that kid is 
the kid's going to shine. I, I really, I have thoughts that he's going to carry this team to the Super Bowl. I really do. Uh, great bet. I love that bet. And speaking yeah. of Burrow and who he's going to throw to, Jamar Chase. I think that, I think this one is a, a no-brainer. <laughs> but I'm, I'm curious about the line. So uh, Jamar Chase, anytime touchdown. They're paying plus 110 on that? Yes. So, Luke, I don't think we've ever talked about this. That is my most hated bet in a casino. <laughs> Anytime touchdown. And I always joke, like, I'm not in the locker room. I don't know what their game plan is. You know what yeah, I mean? Good point. Good so point. Yeah. Touchdown bets are so unpredictable to me. I steer very clear of them. I think they pay plus money for a reason. If you're taking TD bets, I always stick to the bell cow running back, like Jonathan Taylor, which did not work out this year, or Saquon Barkley. Even then, it's a risky bet. And in this case, Jamar Chase, a wide receiver that goes deep a lot. What if he gets tackled at the one-yard line? Like, it's just too much risk for me, so I'm off the bets. I'm off anytime touchdown bets. I hate those bets. Interesting. Where if they double up against them, yeah. say, say go ahead and pass it to someone else. All yeah. right, Josh Allen, over under passing yards. The line is 266 and a half yards. Ooh. That's a lot of yards, man. Is this is this cat's elbow okay? I went back and looked. In the first seven games, he had four 300-yard plus games and the nine games after the injury he's had three 300 yard plus games that includes five interceptions in the last three games i don't know if he's all the way right and i like the under i'm taking it too i did too and we talked about it he's making bad decisions whether it's a design play or not or it's an option he's choosing to either run or just launch that ball as we saw against miami and he wasn't that successful and he's doing it on like third and and medium yardage plays too. So yeah, uh, you pointed that out to me, and I think that was brilliant. Uh, yeah, I'm taking the under there if I bet that. Patrick Mahomes over under passing yards. The line is wow, 315 and a half yards. So the book and everyone thinks you got the over under. Uh, the total is 53. So everyone thinks this is going to be a shootout. Uh, it pains me to say this, Luke. I I love Jacksonville this week to cover. But Jacksonville also gives the, gives up the six most passing yards in the league. Don't sleep on Trevor. The Kansas City defense gives up the eighth most passing yards in the league. I think Mahomes is going to get over 315. Wow. Okay. All right. It's a lot, but I think he's going to do it. All right. It's going to be a shootout. Trevor Lawrence over, inter, over under uh, interceptions. The line is, is 0.5. It's a half point. So if you bet the over, you're getting that at a high cost, minus 165. Yes. So everyone thinks he's going to throw an intercept, well, at least one. Uh, the under, though, is is minus 125. So that's kind of interesting, too. Is that is there any value in that under bet? I, I think this is an overreaction by the public. Lawrence had four picks in his last game. You have to go back the last 10 games combined for him to get four interceptions. He's been very careful with the ball leading up to that game. And Kansas City defense ranks bottom third in the league for interceptions. I like the under a lot here. I like no interceptions for Trevor Lawrence. I'm I'm not with you. I think he throws one. I I, I just you think he does. I you know, I think he's mm, I'm just gonna go with the over but i'm not buying that so it doesn't matter it's yeah. moot <laughs> i would kelsey. rather buy the burrow one totally totally kelsey over under receiving yards that line is 78 and a half ah uh, i like the over jacksonville's defense has given up the fourth most yards of tight ends this year 
Kelsey's the best tight end. Simple math equation. It's going to go over. Kelsey had 81 yards against them earlier in the season. Throw it to your stars. Do what works and just stick to the game plan. I agree. All right, my man. It's time to discuss the bet. What are we going to do with the Daddy Sharps rolling bet? Oh, boy. We got so many options. So... Uh, we can't go. We can't go with the Cowboys or 49ers because we both disagree. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> Giants could see it happening. Could see it happening. Maybe a little risky. I'm leaning myself towards the Bengals plus five. That is my favorite bet of the week. Do we throw it on a prop? I mean, you, you were you love Patrick Mahomes over three fifteen. You, you liked uh, Joe Burrow, and we had a little McCaffrey at the very top there, over 66 and a half yards rushing. Do we throw it on a prop? Oh, God, it could be over fast if it's a prop. <laughs> what do you think? Ah, <laughs> uh, So many options. I, I Well, if we're talking spreads, the out of all the games we talked about, a lot of things have to happen in, say, the Philadelphia Giants game. I, I think the Giants are on fire, but that, you know, I, I like them a lot. Am I willing to bet the farm on that? No, probably just like a unit, right? I'm not going triple or quadruple units. Um, the same with uh, some of the other games. Uh, Dallas, you know, I like that plus four. There's one game that you and I talked about this week and i asked you this afternoon before the podcast what's the one game that you think is going to be the game where you want to sit down and watch it play by play because it could be close and the last team with possession could win this thing that's the cincinnati Bengals, buffalo and i think it's gonna finish with a field goal and either way either way cincinnati wins that bet I, I think we do it Cincinnati plus five, plus five and a half. We're going with the striped oh, let's Tigers. Do let's do it. Let's go. We're going let's against the Buffalo go. Bills. I like it, sir. The All Daddy right. Sharp rollover bet. Let's go. All right. You heard it here. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. If our buddy's listening, he probably is. Uh, hey, man, we got you. Don't worry. We're, we're, we're fully confident. <laughs> yes. Hey, all right. Let's recap our best bets for for this week. Then go ahead, John. My best bets: Bengals plus five, and I think they have a good chance to actually beat the Bills. I took the Jags and the points at eight and a half. Would love to be able to buy them at ten and a half. Hoping and dreaming there. I also like the New York Giants at anything over seven and a half. Maybe wait for the Eagles fans to buy up this number, and then we have the other bet where I'm against you. I like the 49ers, my man. Yeah, I, I do too. I like them too. I just I'm I'm pure data bet, pure data bet, and I'm making my best bet. Cowboys plus four. My data it, it crunches out to they're going to cover that spread. They might lose, but they're going to cover that spread. I uh, love the Giants. I'm with you. Uh, plus seven and a half. Anything above that's fantastic. I love the Bengals plus five. I, I, I've already bought that. As a matter of fact, uh, and then my next best bet is is a teaser. Uh, Chiefs right now, uh, uh, given eight and a half, I think you tease that down to a two and a half uh, with the Eagles who are at seven. You can still get that one. I think that is uh, is definitely a safety bet. There's something to be said. And we haven't talked about some money line in there, too. Uh, ugh, you know, some of those number one seed games, you know, maybe sprinkle a little bit on there just in case there is some yes. value there. 
Yeah, I think that's fascinating. All right. Anything yeah. else? Anything else you want to add here? If you are going to sprinkle those money lines, remember it's not a unit. Like we, me and you, you're already getting a huge payout on it. You just, you just make it a little bit because you're Great giving point. some stuff up. Great point. Maybe a half unit. Yeah. A little, little less or whatever. Just for, you know, and that's where for me, it, it, it starts to, there, there are best bets and then there are fun bets. Yeah. And, and those fun bets, you know, every bet should be within your means, of course, but you know, the fun bets are definitely just, you know, you're watching and there's a prop or two or five and, uh, and, and you're just having fun with the guys or, or whoever you're watching with and the ladies and, uh, yes. and you're having a great time. All right, my man, if there's nothing else, that's oh, going to no. do it. Well, that's going to do it for this daddy sharps podcast this week. But remember again, always gamble responsibly and within your means, really gamble within your means. Because the bets that we share are based on our own research. We don't always win. And be sure to check us out on social media. Look for Daddy Sharps on Facebook and at Daddy Sharps on Instagram and Twitter. And we'll be back next week with all our best bets and much more. Including that winning rolling bet, my friend. John Let's go. is your daddy. We are. Stay sharp, everyone. <laughs>